Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shame, Lee, Veloira, Adon. 
השם כהר ציון. לא ימות לעולם ישב, בוטחים השם כהר ציון. לא ימות לעולם ישב, בוטחים השם כהר ציון. לא ימות לעולם ישב. Yeah. 
Thank <laughs> Oh, 
JM in the AM, it's Avramo Avram Freed and Zella Zest. Still can't get over his performance at the Ten Yacht event on Sunday night. Uh, there he is, Avram Freed at JM in the AM. Before that, the uh, selection from Avi Peretz, Harim Saviv, Uri Davidi with Shir Lasid Lavo, Ani Mamin, that's from Derek Achim, Milech Kohn with Hareini, Adon Alam was done by Sandy Shmueli, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday. It's election day. Can't say it enough times. I just saw an email, in fact. That was sent to New York City residents at 6.01 this morning. That says, election day alert, it's time. Polls are open across New York. Sure enough, at 6 a.m., a half hour ago, polls did open in New York State. Polls are opening across the country. Mostly good weather around the country. There's some tr- some trouble spots that could affect some of the statewide elections. But um, all in all... Looks like we're set for election day, and polls will be open in New Jersey until 8 o'clock. Polls will be open in New York, (coughs) excuse me, until 9 p.m. As Sidney Altfield reminded us yesterday, if you're in line, you get, if you're in line before the end of the uh, polling session, before 9 p.m. in New York, for instance, you uh, get to vote. So if you're in line, stay in line. And uh, let's exercise our right, our responsibility. Let us. exercise our right to vote i want to wish good luck to uh, ley cats he and a great slate of candidates are running in uh, teaneck new jersey where we are broadcasting from this morning many of you know that i uh, might be slightly biased on this issue because he has been an incredible friend not only of mine but uh, of all of our efforts this show this network so I can uh, attest through personal experience just how incredible he is when it comes to helping those during difficult times and during regular times. So good luck to L.E.Y. Katz here in Teaneck, New Jersey. And, of course, he is supporting and is running with a slate of uh, very impressive and, and uh, qualified candidates. JM and the AM on a Tuesday. We have been, many people have been waiting two years for this day. I think they've been talking about this midterm election since the presidential election. And the day is finally here. And there are a lot of states that are uh, going to have very closely contested races. One of them is New York. I am told that Lee Zeldin, who is the candidate on the Republican side, is going to be calling in this morning to JM and the AM at some point, most likely toward the end of the 7 o'clock hour. That's what I've been told. We'll see if that materializes. And um, all we could do is remind everybody around the country, especially in the key states that are tuned in right now, I would bet, based on our track record, that at the moment we have people tuned in in New York, New Jersey, Georgia, Ohio, Maryland, Pennsylvania, some of the early morning listeners from around this nation. All I could do is remind you to vote. 
and uh, encourage your friends and neighbors and family members to vote as well. Hopefully you'll be able to explain to them how vital the responsibility of voting and getting out in this democratic process is. I certainly hope so. The um, anniversary of Kristallnacht is uh, a day away. And with that in mind, the uh, actress, influencer, uh, songwriter, singer, Montana Tucker, who's extremely popular in this country and around the world, is going to be joining me this morning uh, toward the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour with our good friend Yummy Schachter. Yummy's part of the production team of a uh, mini docu-series, if you will, that Montana Tucker um, has, um, has released. It's a 10-episode, two minutes each of her trip to Poland, her visit to Auschwitz, and her search, I would say practical search, and more importantly or more practically, uh, her uh, spiritual search for her family's roots. It's a very interesting series. I watched it all spoke to her, and uh, we're going to air that this morning in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. It'll be Montana Tucker and uh, Israel Yummy Schachter who will be uh, in that conversation again as as Kristallnacht's anniversary approaches. So there you have it. It's a JM in the AM Tuesday, a busy day, election day. I hope everyone goes out there and votes. I certainly hope everyone exercises their right to vote. Uh, Thursday, uh, Mayor Ferdig is going to be sitting in. I want to thank him in advance. I'll also be sitting in Friday. Um, we have a wedding celebration, Baruch Hashem, coming up on uh, Thursday night. And I want to thank Mayor Ferdig in advance for taking care of our programming toward the end of the week. And, of course, I thank Avrami for coordinating everything. Uh, and... Um, I did note that it's uh, Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach's yard site on Thursday in the old days, quote-unquote. We used to spend the entire morning on his music. I'm sure Mayer will dedicate some of the songs this coming Thursday to his memory as we approach his, what would this be? Um, 28th yard site? I believe his 28th yard site. Wow. That's hard to believe. And we'll still be singing his songs. <laughs> Not not just the wedding that we're making, but at all the wedding celebrations that go on in our community around the world. Pretty incredible. JM and the AM, Tuesday morning broadcast with Mordechai Shapiro. Oh, 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 oh,
Hey, my friend, come listen. There was something I was missing. I thought happiness was just too hard to find. It just depended on how I was feeling. But now I've been revealing that it's possible to change my state of mind. To change my state of mind. Change my state of mind. I didn't know it was possible to change my state of mind. Smile and watch the whole world smile with you. Smile, discover all the gifts it gives to you. Even if you're feeling down, you can turn it all around. Find the joy and lose the frown. Yeah, smile. Surprised me how a small thing doesn't lie But doing it on the outside Somehow changed things on the inside And it helped me realize all the good things I've got All the good things I've got All the good things I've got It just helped me realize All the good things I've got Smile and watch the whole world smile
מלחמות קשות ודיפות כואבות בכל זמן, בכל מקום. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. עלילות שקרים צוררים קשים שרוצים רק להרוס. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. אז נצא כולנו יחד לרחובות העיר, ניקח אוויר וניצח. מלכים גדולים, מדינות ענק ואימפריות כה גדולות, כמעט שנעלמו ואנחנו עוד כאן. כך אלפי שנים מעטים מורבים ואין ספור של ניסים, עם ישראל חי, אנחנו עוד כאן. אנחנו עוד
Israel, J.M. in the A.M. with Lahodos done by Yehuda Freundlich. Simcha Liners Na'avar. You heard Mea Pamim done by Micha Gammerman. Mordechai Shapiro on a two-for-Tuesday with Smile and Chazdei Hashem. And I know there were some interruptions there. I apologize. That that technical mistake for the first hour this morning is totally mine. That's right. I own it. <laughs> that was my mistake. My thanks to Avrami, who helped, as usual, tremendously to get me back on the air uh, as we broadcast from New Jersey. Get set for... Uh, uh, one hour from now, when Lee Zeldin's going to join us, big election in New York today. Also, the um, conversation with uh, Montana Tucker and Yummy Schachter. That's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Lots happening here on a Tuesday election day at JM in the AM. And it's election day, which means no matter where you're listening to this program, if you're in the United States, make sure to vote today. Make sure our community voice is heard, especially in those states where there are close elections. Uh, close ones in a lot of places that are listening right now. New York, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland. Well, I don't know if Maryland. Maryland has some local stuff that's close. So please do everything in your power. Uh, Florida, do everything in your power to get out and vote today. Tell your friends, your neighbors, your family members to do the same. Let's exercise our right to vote. Let's make sure that um, our community is seen as one that is active when it comes to the political scene. Uh, in Teaneck, New Jersey, our good friend L.E.Y. Katz, with a distinguished slate of uh, colleagues uh, running today. And um, I'm going to wish L.E.A. an extra dose of good luck. Uh, he's been so amazing. And um, I know that listener Thomas is uh, enthusiastically backing Ellie as well. So um, make sure to get out there and vote, whether you're in Teaneck or anywhere else around this country. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. We're going to uh, we're gonna make uh, listener Kevin feel like he's at home as we go to Galei Tzal for the top of the hour news, the 2 p.m. newscast in Israel. 
Election Day in Israel was last week. The results were very interesting, to say the least. Election Day in the United States is today. Let's see if the results will be interesting. Let's see if they'll be expected. Let's see if there'll be some surprises. Make sure to get out there and vote. Don't surprise anybody by not voting. Hamodia today has a cover that says Jews must go vote. Echo a voice of 100 years ago. And they have a Kol Kore from November of 1922 published in Warsaw of why Jews should vote. 100 years later, same story. Get out there and vote. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. לשכת נשיא המדינה הרצוג ומחישים כי בוצעה מצידו פנייה נוספת לראש הממשלה לפיד ולשר הביטחון גנץ להקמת ממשלת אחדות. מדווח כתבנו הפוליטי יובל סגב. על אף הדיווחים בשעה האחרונה, גם אצל לפיד וגם אצל גנץ מחישים כי הנשיא פנה שוב וביקש להקים ממשלת אחדות. בנוסף השניים חזרו שוב על התנגדותם להקמת ממשלה עם נתניהו. גורמים בגוש נתניהו חוששים כי ראש הממשלה מיועד מנסה לקדם את רעיון ממשלת האחדות על מנת להפעיל לחץ להאצת המגעים בגוש. כשנה וחצי לאחר מותו של קצין המודיעין סרן תו בכלא הצבאי, צה"ל החליט להקים ועדה שתבחן את ההכרה בו כחלל צה"ל. פרסם את הפרטים כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. משפחתו של סרן תו דורשת מהצבא כבר שנה וחצי להכיר בו כחלל צה"ל, אך הדבר לא התאפשר בשל העובדה שבזמן מותו בכלא הוא השתחרר והיה אזרח. כיום, כשנה וחצי לאחר הפרשה, נסיבות מותו עדיין לא ידועות למרות המאמצים שנעשו בנושא, וייתכן שלא ייוודעו לעולם, ובצה"ל הוחלט להקים ועדה שתבחן את ההכרה בקצין כחלל צה"ל. הודעה על כך נמסרה הבוקר לבני המשפחה. חודשיים מאסר על תנאי נגזרו על יושב ראש לשכת עורכי הדין לשעבר אפי נווה לאחר שהורשע בקבלת דבר במרמה וכניסה ויציאה בלתי חוקיות מהארץ בפרשת נתב"ג. נווה ובת זוגו נתפסו כשהם חומקים בניגוד לחוק בכניסה למעבר הגבול ארצה. בנוסף, נווה ישלם קנס של 2,000 שקלים. קשיש כבן 80 נפצע קשה בשריפה בסכנין. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שצוות מד"א מעניק לו טיפול רפואי שהוא עם כוויות בכל חלקי גופו. נער בן 16 מהמרכז נאשם באונס קרובת משפחתו הצעירה ממנו בשנתיים. מכתב האישום עולה כי לפני מספר שבועות התקשר הנאשם לנערה וביקש לפגוש אותה מחוץ לבית ספרה. הוא הוביל אותה לשטח פתוח ונטוש, שם אנס אותה, בעוד היא מנסה לחמוק. הפרקליטות מבקשת לעצור אותו עד לתום ההליכים מנגדו. מזכר הבנות נחתם בין ישראל, ירדן, איחוד האמירויות וארצות הברית בוועידת האקלים הבינלאומית של האו"ם בשארם. על פי ההסכם שנחתם בנוכחות השליח המיוחד של ארצות הברית לענייני אקלים, ג'ון קרי, המדינות ימשיכו לקדם מיזמים בהם ישראל תרכוש חשמל ירוק מירדן ותמכור למים מותפלים. מנכ"ל משרד האנרגיה ליאור שילת מסביר את מטרות המיזם. הפרויקט הזה הוא בעצם הוצאה לפועל של הסכמי אברהם, כשאיחוד האמירויות, יחד עם ישראל וירדן, מפעילות ביחד שני פרויקטים, פרויקט אחד של חשמל נקי ופרויקט שני של מים מותפלים, על מנת לעזור לאזור המזרח התיכון להתמודד עם הקשיים של משבר האקלים. בתוך כך הבוקר נערכה פגישה של השרה להגנת הסביבה תמר זנדברג עם נשיא מצרים, נשיא קפריסין ומנהיגים נוספים מהמזרח התיכון והם סיכמו על קידום תוכנית פעולה אזורית למאבק במשבר האקלים. כתובתנו ענבל פייבל מציינת שהיוזמה מבוססת על עבודה של מעל 200 מדענים מרחבי העולם שניסחו המלצות לפעולות שיש לנקוט ברמה המדינית וכן לשיתופי פעולה אזוריים 
על מנת להתמודד עם משבר האקלים. מזג האוויר, שמים ירדו מדי פעם מצפון הארץ ועד לצפון הנגב. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
JM and the AM, Nigun of Unity. Yaakov with Solowitz, Shlomo Katz together. Uh, a, 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 a singer called God before that with um, Avakesh to open up the hour here at JM. And this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad that you did. Election Day in the United States. Get out there and vote. Lee Zeldin, who's running for governor of New York, is scheduled to join us this hour. Montana Tucker and Yummy Schachter, who are responsible for an incredible docu-series, a short mini-series that the very well-known actress and singer uh, Montana Tucker uh, undertook and posted on social media, specifically now because it's the anniversary of Kristallnacht this week. We'll speak with her coming up at JM and AM in the 8 o'clock hour. It's unbelievable to see an influencer who has uh, Jewish roots use their influence for such a noble purpose. Uh, and we'll talk about that and plenty more here at JM and the AM. Can't emphasize enough the importance of voting. No matter what state you're listening in, I know right now we have listeners in Georgia, Florida, Maryland, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, and other states as well. Get out there and vote. Um, polls open in New York until 9 and New Jersey until 8. Make sure you know when polls are open wherever you are in this country. And also remember... That if you're online when the polls close, you have a right to vote. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You have a right to vote if you get online before the polls close. That's how it works. Those are the rules. Make sure they follow the rules. <laughs> anyway, Election Day 2022, you're listening to JM in the AM. Oh, <laughs> 
done by the Solomon Brothers featuring Eitan Katz on that selection here at JM in the AM. Today's election day. Get out and vote. Shuli before that with Hashi Venu. Haben Yakerly was done by uh, Yechiel Fligman. Uh, the music is rolling. Lee Zeldin is scheduled to join us a few minutes from now. He's running for governor of New York. Montana Tucker and Yami Schachter about the brand new docu-series about Auschwitz, Poland, and the Holocaust. 
We'll explain all that coming up in the third hour this morning here at JM and AM. Avrami's live lunch starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Also, we have a great JM Rewind today after JM and the AM. My uh, conversation with Nachman Schachter, my conversation with David Mandel and company. A uh, whole bunch of great stuff that uh, we did over the last week or so here at JM and the AM. So stay tuned to the Nachman Segal Network all day Long. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Mishnah in Bava Metziah, two people come to Beisdin. They're both holding a talus. One says, I found it. The other one says, I found it. Zaomer Kulashali, one says the whole thing is mine. Vizomer Kulashali, the other one says the whole thing is mine as well. Zeishava, this one swears, Sha'inla Bapachus Michetzya. He'll swear that my share is at least half, not less than half. Vizeishava, and the other one swears, Sha'inla Bapachus Michetzya. I don't have less than half of this talus. The din is, the law is that they divide it. In the Sefer Penini Or, Rameir Levi says something very interesting. Shnaim Ochazim Betalis, the Chosen in Kala, when they stand under the Chuppah, they are both in a Talis. It is spread over them. One says, I found it. The other one says, I found it. We know that Mitziah is the Lashon, is the language that's employed when we are talking about a good woman. Like the Pasuk says, Matzah Isha Matzah Tov. When a person has found a wife, he has found good. If the husband will say, Ani that I found her, Vieshli Isha Tova, and I do believe that she, is a good wife. The Gamho Isha Omeres, and the wife will say as well, I also found a very good Baal, a very honest and loyal Baal. Then, Muftachim, they are promised that they are going to have a happy and a rich life. However, if one says, it's all mine. The whole reason that we're getting married is because I want to have all the attention. It is all for me. And the wife will say as well, Kula Shali. No, the whole reason we're getting married is for me, that I should be taken care of, and that the center of attention should only be me. Then we don't know what the results of that type of a mindset will bring. Therefore, the Mishnah ends, each one swears that their share is not less than half, that they realize they are two halves of one whole, that they will take care of each other, that they will make each other the center of attention. Then, each one will have their chalik, their part in the great joy of the marriage and married life. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Eitan Freilach, Yavo Shalom, Vayihi, before that, done by Shlemy Daskal, Benny Friedman in there with Ashira. The music keeps rolling. We're doing a great job on that. Lee Zeldin, the congressman who's running for governor, is going to join us about 10 minutes from now. I'm confident now saying this because <laughs> people associated with his campaign are actually putting it on social media. So I am confident that he will be joining us, and uh, we'll have that for you about 10 minutes from now. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets 
nationwide. Try A&H today. Montana Tucker, who is uh, a very well-known singer, songwriter, actress, uh, and somebody with millions of followers on social media, has a mini docu-series about the Holocaust and her visit to Auschwitz and many other aspects of it. Um, we will be speaking with her and Yami Schachter, who produced the event, or I should say produced the film, coming up about 8.05 this morning right here at JMN with the anniversary of Kristallnacht upon us. Uh, it is certainly an appropriate time for a conversation like that. So we'll be doing that uh, about 20 minutes from now right here at JM in the AM. All right. That's the schedule. That's what we're doing. Um, Thursday, the um, uh, day of the uh, Siegel-Zuckerman wedding, Mayor Ferdinand's going to be sitting in. Friday, he'll be in as well, and I thank him for both. And um, Thursday is the art side of Rip Shlomo Kalbach. I don't think Mayor's going to play an entire morning of Rip Shlomo Kalbach, but he'll certainly get some of those tunes in during the broadcast this coming Thursday. More coming up at Sandy Shmueli, JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday morning. It's election day. Remember, get out there and vote no matter where you are around this country. Make sure to get out there and vote in New York. We have a lot of New York State residents tuned in right now in New York. If you're online before 9 p.m., you have a right, and they must let you vote. Keep that in mind. The line is long tonight. Until 9 p.m., you can get on that line. And then if you're on that line before 9, they must make sure to let you vote. Make sure to vote today on Election Day. Congressman Lee Zeldin is running for governor of New York. It is a pleasure to welcome him live via telephone. Congressman Zeldin, welcome to JM in the AM. 
It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. We'll do this quickly. I can only imagine how busy a day you have ahead. Uh, In our community, as you know, there are many key issues. I think three of them are crime, education, and the economy. We'll take one by one. On the crime issue, what could you bring to the table to reduce the rampant crime that we're seeing in New York City and New York State? Well, on day one, the first thing that I will do as soon as I am sworn into office is telling the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg that he's being removed for his refusal to enforce the law. We will declare a crime emergency here in the state of New York. We will suspend New York's cashless bail law and some of these other pro-criminal laws, force the state legislature to come to the table. Uh, we have put on our website at zeldenfornewyork.com slash streets. My Secure Our Streets plan for New York, which I released last year, and we've only added to since. Uh, we have every desire and motivation to be able to hit the ground running. People have asked me, what, what's your goal for the first 100 days? And really, it's about what we can accomplish in the first 100 minutes. We have to take back our streets. Our streets belong to law-abiding New Yorkers. They don't belong to criminals. And we'll have to ensure that from rolling back pro-criminal laws firing weak DAs who refuse to enforce the law, and backing our men and women in law enforcement, that we have the formula that will work. We don't have to overthink it. The the solutions are obvious. Unfortunately, right now, the resolve is lacking from those who are there. Yeah, that's why we need to change, to say the least. Education, as you know, is an important component of our community's interests. And uh, on top of that, we have the post-COVID situation where we've seen what the lockdowns did uh, to our children across the board in both public and private schools. What could you tell us about your agenda that you'd bring to the table in the area of education? Well, Albany has declared war on yeshiva education. Uh, I've been very outspoken against the substantial equivalency push while Kathy Hochul has been silent and has allowed this to continue. The governor is able to have an opinion on anything, can state that opinion publicly, and can move public opinion. That's why I've been talking out about all of this. Meanwhile, Kathy Hochul said it was getting too hot. She'd rather not comment, and she says it's outside of the purview of her office. The rest of the story should have been told. The high attendance rate at Yeshiva, the the teachings of right from wrong, the continuing education, the law-abiding life that is lived. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of that story is not being told, and uh, many New Yorkers don't understand all of the value that's provided inside of a yeshiva education. And tied also to crime, but it's also related to education, is that we need to combat anti-Semitism on our streets, in our schools, and in the halls of government. Uh, In many respects, we see it manifested with violence. We see people who are responsible for these acts not being held accountable. Uh, We have Jewish professors at places like the City University of New York being pushed out of jobs that they love. Uh, So improving the quality of education also, uh, in many respects, is also tied to having an environment that respects religious freedom uh, and allows New Yorkers, regardless of whether you're Jewish or you're non-Jewish, to be able to have the ability to uh, be educated and to educate in freedom. I will tell you this audience appreciates your appreciates all those comments across the board, and thank you for those. And finally, of course, the economy. I mean, nationwide, this is obviously a very, very big issue. You know there are listeners tuned in right now who struggle on a daily basis with the tremendous pressure of what to spend money on, what not to spend money on, how to continue to raise their children at the level that they're used to financially, et cetera, et cetera. What can we do to improve things in New York? Well, we 
have to bring spending under control. We have to cut taxes across the board. We need to be improving the business climate to create more jobs. We need state agencies that support business as opposed to state agencies that prosecute business. Uh, we need to reverse the state's ban on the safe extraction of natural gas and approve new pipeline applications in order to bring energy costs down. There's a lot to do. Uh, leveling the playing field with regards to the economy and no longer picking winners and losers based on political calculations. We've hit the point where the only way a business is going to come to New York is if they're essentially getting bribed to come to New York with tax breaks. Uh, in other states, businesses go there because they want to go there for low taxes, uh, good regulatory environment, state agencies that harness business. But instead, here in New York, we're left with high taxes, a poor regulatory environment, and state agencies going after businesses. So in order to get a business to come to New York, and with that business comes all the jobs, we are forced to essentially provide billions of dollars in tax breaks. It's just not the way to run a government. Uh, the impacts, people are not just unemployed, but also underemployed. Uh, we, we have a real opportunity to turn things around, but Kathy Hochul just doesn't get it. We've seen a New York state government uh, encourage, whether they did it purposely or not, there's certainly their policies encourage it, encourage residents to leave New York state. As you just pointed out, encourage businesses to leave New York state. We need residents in New York state. We need strong communities in New York state. We need strong economy in New York state, and we certainly need strong businesses in New York state. Lee Zeldin in Hebrew, I will say to you, good luck today. Uh, the future of New York state, I think you'd agree is at stake as people go to the polls between now and 9 p.m. in New York. Absolutely. It's great to be with you. Let's make sure everyone gets out and votes before 9 o'clock. Let's get it done. Thank you so much. Congressman Lee Zeldin is running for governor in New York State today, everybody. If you want change, consider that there's a qualified candidate who is um, on the Republican ticket who is uh, running for governor today in New York. More coming up. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Coming up, my conversation with Montana Tucker and Yummy Schachter. Montana Tucker, the singer, songwriter, actress, millions of followers on social media, an incredible uh, mini docu series about the Holocaust from a 2022 perspective and from the perspective of a survivor's uh, granddaughter. Uh, it's all coming up about five minutes from now, right here, if you keep it at JM in the AM. Inside, 
There were six hundred people in my little town, but I, only I, would survive. The fresh morning bread that I'd buy for Mama each day, and yet the baker would first pinch my cheek, then hand me a kichel and say, "Machabroche, my kind, we owe it to him. He made our world." So very sweet, and wherever life leads you, never forget. See is good to our wine eye. Tick and I, we're two of a kind, like brothers, the very best of friends. Playing all day in the streets of the shtetl, growing from boys into men. We would carry water to all of the shops for only five groschen a pail. But first we learn Toyota in our little shul, an hour or two without fail. I'll never forget when the shidduch was read. Papa came home with the news. Madik till my sister Oyeze. In no time the match was approved. Blessed by the heilig Rebbe himself, a date for the wedding was set. were set, Henyik baked the sweets, Schneiderman finished the gown. <laughs> Laughter and joy could be felt in the air, with music and all through the town. strong and after his shoe came down on the glass the town's full burst out into song
There were six hundred people in my little town, but I only I would survive. Shalom Lemmer for Journeys Volume Number Five with My Little Town. JM in the AM on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Many of us are getting ready for Kristallnacht commemorations. After all, this week is the anniversary of that horrible tragedy that many, of course, see as the beginning of the Holocaust. We thought we would uh, take an interesting angle and speak to a couple of very interesting guests who have had a lot to say about this topic of remembering and uh, making sure that others remember and never forget. Uh, TikToker Montana Tucker, the famous uh, actress, songwriter, singer, uh, and very popular in social media, millions and millions of followers. Uh, She says that the visit to Poland for her new Holocaust series, sort of a uh, a mini docu-series, was the hardest week of her life. With How to Never Forget, a 10-part series that launched on the 24th of October, Montana Tucker hopes to educate viewers about the history of the Holocaust and its impact on the Jewish community. The, um, the uh, production uh, was produced by our good friend Israel Schachter and Rachel Kastner with Soul Shop Studios. How to Never Forget dives into the atrocities that took place in German-occupied Poland more than 75 years ago while simultaneously shadowing Montana Tucker's personal journey. Montana, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Hi, thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. And Israel Schachter, great to welcome you back to the show. Thank you. Always great to be here. Montana, tell us about the beginning of this project. You know, it's not many social media influencers that use their platform uh, to discuss history, to discuss important topics, uh, to frankly discuss topics that some people would rather avoid. What was it that got you into using uh, your platform uh, to examine and to learn more about and to educate others about the Holocaust? Yeah, so my whole life, my grandparents and I were extremely close. Both my grandparents are Holocaust survivors. And I always felt such a connection to them, but and always heard their stories and testimonials when I was younger. But it wasn't until I got a bit older that I became even more passionate about learning. And when I met Israel, I told him about my my family and my family's history. And he asked if I've ever been to Poland. And I said, no, but I've always wanted to go. And he's like, well, I'm gonna make it happen. And so, sure enough, he, he made it happen. And honestly, before going there, you know, people can tell you what Poland is like. You can learn about the Holocaust in school. You can watch documentaries. But until you're physically there, nothing can prepare you for that moment. And especially for me, for having even the attachment of my family's history there. Um, and so I, I didn't fully know what I was going to experience until I physically was there. And like I said, it was the hardest week of my life, but most important. And I knew that, you know, this needed to be done and, and it, it does need to be done more than ever now. No, that's for sure. And I have a bunch of questions I need to ask you about the experience. I found the series simply amazing. But first, Israel Schachter, why does a 10-part, two-minute-each docu-series work? Well, I think, um, 
I think it's obvious. I think as, as adults, and certainly over COVID, this was compounded and got even worse. As adults, we have less and less of an attention span, but certainly the kids' generation and the majority of the demographic that follows Montana, she has millions and millions of youngsters who follow her. Um, two-thirds of a study was done, I believe, it's two-thirds of American teens have never heard of the Holocaust, and those are the people following Montana. And if, the idea was that if we could create a documentary and we could tell Montana's family story and the story of our people and the story of the Holocaust and talk about the dangers of anti-Semitism, bigotry, and hatred of any kind, uh, and we could, we could produce the series in a format and in a, uh, in a format and on a platform in which these youngsters are used to consuming content, then we have a better chance of success of actually reaching them. If we would have put out a one hour documentary, no one was going to watch it. <laughs> so I think the numbers speak for themselves because by the time Crystal Knox hits, at least on the trajectory we're on, um, we should hit 6 million views by the time this show airs and by the time Crystal Knox takes place. And we just launched this on November 1st. Wow. That's, so, eerie. that's eerie and appropriate. Pretty significant number. To say the least. I, eerie. I, think we, I don't think we would have had 6 million views on a one-hour documentary in a week. Yeah, that goes without saying. 6 million eerie and certainly appropriate. All right, Montana, there's certain curiosities I have about what you went through while doing this. Um, in no particular order, but I just have to ask you, there were, there were some frightening scenes uh, in this documentary, and, and one of them, frankly, was the realization or the communication that you give to the audience about what your uh, relatives' neighbors were like in the old country and how, frankly, they went from being very neighborly uh, to, in an instant, uh, being their enemy and being those who wanted to destroy them. What did you think of that entire dynamic? I think that, for me, was just it made me think about how could people do that like think about my friends now I have so many friends who are not Jewish I have so many friends of all different walks of life and to think about if one day these announcements came up came on that you know the Jews were these terrible people and everyone has to hate the Jews would they turn on me would they stop being friends with me would they start spitting on me and start calling me names um and I mean, what's going on now in general, that, that is already starting to happen, unfortunately, again. I mean, it's actually never, it actually has never gone away. Um, I just think now it's bring, being brought out into the public more than ever. And I think especially why, you know, kids with social media, everything they see online, they believe, which is why there are so many anti-Semitic videos that, are, that go viral. There are so many Nazi videos that go viral. And the kids that don't know any better believe it. They've never learned anything else. And so then they believe it. And then especially with these celebrities that these kids look up to and idolize, when, they're start, when they go out there and start talk, talking about how Jews control the world and Jews are terrible, then these kids that don't know any better are going to start believing it. And so, you know, that's why the series is more important than ever because hopefully the people that follow me believe what I say and – hopefully these videos that are real videos, they're not just history books. This is me physically going to Poland. This is me physically going to Auschwitz where my grandma and her family was. 
This is me physically going there. Hopefully they can see this is real. This has happened. This happened. We cannot allow it to happen again. You tell the story about the separation, your mother, your aunt, your grandmother. Uh, and it seems, at least from the documentary, as you're standing there and recounting what you know of, of your family's history in that regard, again, a frightening experience. I mean, it must make you shudder when you think of how different life may have been if someone would have made one decision different than what they actually made. I mean, I literally wouldn't exist if that decision wasn't made. Right. Because if my grandma didn't run to the other line, she would have been in the gas chamber line. So I literally would not exist if that moment didn't happen. And, you know, that episode and that moment for me was obviously hard in general. But for me especially, you know, I'm extremely close to my mom. My mom and I are like one unit. And my grandma always told me stories my whole life about how she was with her mom and how she was extremely close and such a mommy's girl. And so that just broke my heart even more to, to imagine my grandma seeing her mom get beaten and taken to her death. I can't imagine if I saw my mom, if that happened to my mom. Hard for us who live in freedom and independence to even, to even conceive of what our our uh, prior generations had to go through in situations like that. Mantana Tucker is with us. Uh, the uh, uh, unbelievable uh, mini docu-series, if you will. Uh, you'll find it um, on a TikTok, and frankly, it's uh, going viral on so many other platforms as well. And we are highly recommending it, of course. Really a great piece of work. Um, the, uh, the When the names of your family members, the sheets of paper that contain the names and proof of death of your family members are handed to you, you had an amazing, uh, an amazing reaction. You basically said, and, and this, of course, is a reaction that so many of us uh, feel in our own uh, families when we look at our history. We lost in our families so many more than we originally thought. What was going through your mind at that time? I mean, we, we talk about this number of like the six million Jews that were lost, right? But do you know how many more Jews would have come from that six million if they weren't lost? Yeah. And I think that's even a number that isn't talked about a lot because we don't even know what that number would have been, obviously. But it's just so incredibly, I mean, terrible. I mean, I, I feel like it, this this shaped my entire life. My entire being was shaped from from the Holocaust. And I just hope, hope, hope with everything going on in the world that this series opens people's eyes because even the comments that I have received, a lot of them have been so incredibly thankful that I'm doing this. And people that even aren't Jewish are like, thank you for educating me. I did not know. I think that was the most important about this series is to educate. We want to educate people. We're not trying to completely change somebody's. Everyone has the right to have their own opinion, but hopefully they learn from this and they see it and they're educated. But to be honest with you, I have gotten a lot of Unfortunately, negative negative comments as well of anti-Semitism is just so it's so it's so strong. It is so out there, in, in so many ways that I honestly didn't even realize even how bad it was until some of these comments that have been been said. I hope the positive outweighs the negative. Would you go as far as to say that at least? Oh, a hundred one thousand percent. The positive outweighs the negative, and the people who have been sharing these documentaries. Jewish, whether they're Jewish or not Jewish. I mean, we've had like celebrities like Mark Cuban, Scooter Braun, um, uh, just so many amazing people who have been sharing it as well. And then a lot of non-Jewish people have been sharing it. And to me, that's what's been, looked so powerful and important too, that this has nothing to do directly with them and they're sharing this as well. 
Montana Tucker is with us. Israel Schachter is with us uh, on this week of Kristallnacht. We talk about Montana's incredible uh, mini docu series about the Holocaust, her actual experience, it, ha- having having that scene of uh, you um, uh, at Auschwitz uh, with the remains that uh, the Nazis had, you know, left behind, so to speak, of so many. Uh, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, however you want to put it. I mean, as you said earlier, nothing like actually being on the spot and having it right there in front of you. That must have been an eerie experience for you. It's extremely eerie. I mean, you know, you go to so many different museums your entire life, and again, you watch the documentaries, but to be there and physically see these remains of people, the hair, that the hair we weren't allowed to film, Right. And honestly, like, I'm thankful we couldn't film that because that was the hardest to see people's physical hair that was shaved off their heads. I mean, it's like to make these amazing human beings turn into animals. That's what they did. And it was just, it's just, you can't even, you can't even imagine it. You traveled there with your mom because of the you know difference in age. Obviously, you know one generation removed. Do you think the experience was very different for her? Whether were the things that she said or observations that she made that you found uh, uh, to be a little different on your perspective? What do you think of her her uh, being there in Auschwitz and taking this trip? I think that it was important that her and I took the trip together, and I'm honestly so thankful we were able to do this together because I I couldn't have imagined doing it without her. Um, and I think my mom, her whole life, her, her mission has always been to not ever let my grandparents suffer again. Um, she, you know, my grandma is now suffering of Alzheimer's of over 14 years and my baby passed away three years ago at 97. And my mom just has devoted her whole life to making sure that they never, never, ever, ever have to suffer again. So I think being there, I mean, especially the day at Auschwitz, she, I, I mean, it was really, 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 really hard for her. I mean, we had to like take a break from filming and we FaceTime with my grandma um, and, and, and her age, my mom like needed to talk to her. We had to take a break from filming to do that um, because it's just, you just can't imagine. I mean, it's like, how does somebody have the will to live when you're dealing with all everything that they dealt with? How do you have the will to live? This is the most incre- they were the most incredible people, my grandparents. And uh, just to correct myself from earlier, it's your grandmother who separated from her mother and was together with her sister. Correct? Do I have it straight? Yeah. That's the that's how the uh, uh, that's how it worked in your family, and of course, replicated in God knows how many families. Uh, how do we aside from the reaction? I know the reaction's been great. I'm assuming that the numbers bear out that this is a tremendous success. From your perspective, is it in fact a tremendous success, Montana? Yes, I mean, the the main goal, it, it takes one person to see it to, to change, right? It takes one person. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so the fact that we have millions is, is saying so much in itself. Um, I think that hopefully these episodes live on, not just from what, even from when I stopped posting them. I hope people still continue to share these. Um, you know, we did this, of course, leading up to Crystal Knock. That's why we released it when we released it. But I hope that these episodes le- live on. I hope... People use them for educational purposes. I hope people use them as if they start hearing more negative things in the news and more anti-Semitism. I hope they go back and watch these and re-watch these more and more and more to realize this cannot happen again. We cannot allow this. It's called How to Never Forget Montana Tucker with this incredible mini docu-series that we can't recommend highly enough. We mentioned that Israel Schachter and Rachel Kastner uh, produced the uh, series. Israel Schachter, from your perspective, how do we judge the success of this incredible series? Uh, I don't think there's a way to judge it. And I think 
you know, successful. It's already been a success and it will continue to be successful. Please God. But what I can say is, you know, what we haven't spoken about is what I hope will, will be another success, maybe, you know, unspoken and unseen, but I hope that other celebrities, whether they're Jewish or not, take the courage and the strength from Montana and what she just did. Um, I, I'm, I'm just so incredibly proud of what Montana's done and how she put aside what unfortunately many, many other celebrities with big following don't know how to put aside, which is I'm going to do what's right and I'm going to do what my heart's telling me to do. And I'm going to use the platform I'm fortunate to have to do something meaningful and powerful. I can't tell you how many Jewish celebrities or other I've had conversations with who respond to me by saying, yeah, but my brand, yeah, but the people who endorse me, yeah, but my followers. And Montana's the probably the only person and the first person I've ever dealt with who's done something this important and this big and this extreme who, when asked, are you worried if you're going to lose followers, said, if someone doesn't follow me because of what I'm posting, I don't want them following me. And if a brand doesn't want to work with me because I'm talking about my family's history and my people's history, then I don't want to be working with them. And I just think that it's such a huge thing that she's done, and I'm so proud of what she's done, and I hope people learn from what she's done and, and find whatever speaks to them and whatever is meaningful to them, um, you know, that they find the courage to speak up about issues that are important to them, and, and they don't worry about what the fallout may be if, as long as they're speaking their truth. And I really hope that, you know, this continues to get more and more viewers and that this is used to educate children and this is used to educate people who really are ignorant when it comes to the Holocaust. Uh, but more importantly, that it continues to uh, educate others to use their platform for good as well. Well said. Uh, Montana Tucker, all I could say is God bless you. An amazing job, fantastic accomplishment. The series is fantastic. And I know it will, as Israel just mentioned, I know it is going to have an effect on others, whether celebrities or just people around the world who believe in freedom, believe in respect for others. Uh, I think the series is going to go a long way uh, to address both of those in a very potent fashion. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Wonderful to have you both. Montana Tucker, Israel Schachter. Check it out, everybody. It's all over the place. Uh, it's uh, the uh, How to Never Forget docu-series. Two minutes each. No joke. Two minutes each. Ten episodes. Pretty amazing. It was riveting for me, and I think you'll find it riveting as well. More coming up. It is a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. I forgot that this Yaakov Shweki uh, comes its medley starts with Modani. I don't want people to be confused and think the show's starting again. Somebody just, who was it? I'm trying to think who it was. Was it Benny Friedman? Somebody just at the 10 Yacht event. Can't remember who it was. <laughs> and when they said hello to me, the first thing they did was start singing this song. Pretty nice. Pretty nice to be associated with waking up the Jewish world with the words Moda Ani. 
thanking the one above. JM and the AM, we'll get to more of uh, the Yaakov Shweki piece coming up here at JM and the AM. It is, in fact, this Kumsitz medley from the Those Were Today's um, volume number two. I want to thank uh, Montana Tucker and uh, Yami Schachter. Uh, if you just if people are asking about how to find the documentary, if you literally search the name Montana Tucker on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, uh, you'll find it. You'll find it because she's releasing one episode per day. I think she's up to the eighth or ninth episode. She's releasing one per day, and it's worth watching the other ones, meaning the older ones, because um, it's just a great story. It's a great story about a youngster who, um, you know, insisted that she's got to go see what her what her grandparents endured. And um, with the number of followers she has, it's going to make a major impact out there. I'm glad we had the opportunity to really to really let her know uh, how proud she should be of this accomplishment. A lot of people use social media for a variety of reasons. Very few of them use them for really solid educational purposes. And this was simply wonderful. Hey, we heard from Schwiger One. Speaking of the app, we heard from Schwiger One. Boker Tov Nachum, what a spectacular day this is. Mazel to my children, Sippy and Shayadov Schreiber of Bayswater on the birth of a baby boy early this morning. Mazel to all the Schreiber siblings and the Bubby and Zaidi Mordechai and Hina uh, Schreiber of Lakewood. Very special Mazel Tov to the Alta Bubbies, Rebbitz and Shoshana Gifter of Lakewood and Grandma Roberta Eisenman of Muncie. A week of Simchas Baruch Hashem. Well, thank you, Schwiger. Uh, by the way, Schwiger, um, we're in Chicago this past Shabbos. <laughs> we're in Chicago this past Shabbos. And the Gabai, who ends up giving me Levi, which is really nice. It's uh, an honor to have Levi or any Aliyah at your son-in-law's Ufruf. Um, He identifies himself. And it turns out he's a gifter. And, of course, I uh, mentioned uh, Yaakov and Shimon the gifters who I know. And then I mentioned you. And uh, <laughs> and I thought it was funny that... Uh, I thought it was funny that he thought it was funny that I mentioned you because, you know, I mean, you're related, but, you know, obviously not the most direct first relative that someone would mention <laughs> when playing Jewish geography. But anyway, best regards from Chicago, Illinois. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. Um, all right, so today's election day. Today is election day everywhere in the United States. Every seat in the House of Representatives is being decided today. Many gubernatorial races, governor, including New York, many senatorial races, senator, including New York. Uh, get out there and vote. And if you're listening in the places that the traditionally have been strong, uh, Nahum Siegel Network listening areas like um, Illinois, Maryland, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, Georgia, obviously New York and New Jersey, then I'm going to really ask you to please get out there and spread the word among your friends, neighbors, family members. Get out there and vote. This is an important election. We say this every election day. It's an important election. Here, I'm, I'm broadcasting from Teaneck today. Here, I want to wish the best of luck to L.E.Y. Katz. He's running with a whole bunch of wonderful candidates. And um, I, again, that's an important reminder that the local races, no matter where they are, are very important as well. So vote. 
Make sure to vote in all the elections down the line. If you're in line as the polls close, you have a right to vote even after the official closing time of the polls. Keep that in mind. More coming up. You're listening to JM and AM, and here's more of that medley from Jakob Schwecki.
J.M. and the A.M., that's the Kumsitz medley, the aforementioned Kumsitz medley, off those were today's volume number two, Yaakov Shweki. J.M. and the A.M., good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It's election day, and <laughs> we're getting a lot of, uh, well, just a lot of emails, WhatsApps, texts about why it's important to vote, who told us to vote, meaning which community leaders have come out to encourage people to vote, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it seems to be a very motivated community right now, the uh, leadership of the Jewish community nationwide. Now it's just time time for all of us to listen. I know that um, there are some people who question leadership, but in this case, they are 100% in the right that when it comes to voting, when it comes to elections, we need our community to be well represented. So no matter where you are in this country, the United States of America, today's election day, make sure to go out there and vote. As I said earlier, the entire United House, United States House of Representatives is uh, going to be voted on today. Lots of governor's races, including New York. Lots of senator, U.S. senator races. Lots of local elections. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. And if you're online before the polls close, you are, you are um, entitled to vote. So if you find yourself in New York online at 8.59 and it's already 9.05, don't move. You're entitled to vote no matter how late it gets. Joey Newcomb is next. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
שהכל נהיה בדברו. בורא מיני בסמי, בורא מורה האש, בורא פרי אדמה, המוציא לחם מן the deepest thing in the world is when you thank Hashem for everything that you have, Mamash, everything. Everything in the world draws back to Hashem. So join me together. J.M. and the A.M. Bore, done by Joey Newcomb. Hey, I want to remind our friends at the uh, Young Israel Tamatora Flatbush, Young Israel Tamatora Flatbush, they've got a... Uh, they've got a... Um, 
lecture coming up featuring Dr. Ephraim Zuroff this coming Saturday night. Uh, 42 years of hunting Nazis and the current fight against Holocaust distortion. That is the topic. Let me just get out the the address here. Young Israel, Tomatora, Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J. Again, this coming Saturday night, 42 years of hunting Nazis in the current fight against Holocaust distortion. Dr. Ryan Zuroff, this coming Saturday night, beginning at 8.15. Information, 718-377-4400, 377 4,400. All right, that's happening at the congregation Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush. J.M. and the A.M. with Avram Rosenblum and Diaspora here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. It's election day, everybody. Make sure to get out there and vote.
Avram Rosenblum and Diaspora. Altira is the name of that one. It's election day, everybody, here in the USA. Make sure to vote, please. Get out there and vote. My thanks to Mayor Fertig. Um, he's going to be taking over Thursday and Friday while we uh, concentrate on the Hassan and Kala, Eitan and uh, Yonina. So he will be uh, he'll be subbing, and I appreciate it very much. So again, Thursday, Mayor Fertig on a day that is uh, Shlomo Kalbach's yard site. So I'm sure he'll toss in some Kalbach tunes, and then Friday again, Arab Shabbos with Mayor Fertig here at JM in the AM. And a big thank you to everybody for the Mazel Tov wishes. We get closer and closer to the big wedding. Much appreciated, to say the least. Uh, my thanks to Lee Zeldin, who was on earlier. A lot of people looking for change in New York. Well, there's your possibility right there. Possibility for change. Uh, also, my thanks to uh, Montana Tucker and the Yummy Schachter. Great conversation about her uh, new mini docu-series regarding the Holocaust. And she's doing that in two-minute snippets. It's pretty amazing. Follow her on Instagram, Montana Tucker. Follow her on Twitter. And you'll be um, you'll have access to the docu-series uh, I thought it was really done well, and kudos to her for using her platform for that purpose. Really amazing. JM in the AM with Mordechai Ben David.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible uh, Tuesday, election day here at JM in the AM. Make sure to go out there and vote. My thanks to Congressman Lee Zeldin. My thanks to um, singer, songwriter, actress Montana Tucker, and of course, producer Yami Schachter. And my thanks to all of you for tuning in. Plenty more tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Don't forget, Avrami hosts a live lunch today starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That'll be from Israel. Thank you, Avrami. And if you don't receive our uh, daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. He will take good care of you thanks so much for tuning in don't forget to vote don't forget to vote don't forget to vote have a fabulous tuesday till tomorrow reminding you remember to pass live the present and trust the future